Praise God. Well, today's message starts out with a, a question in the title. It's, it's called, What's Your Season? And I want to define that a little bit more, you know. Many people have heard the, the verse that we're going to be using out of Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3. And I'm going to bring that up real quick. And we're going to start out here and unpack that a little bit more. But it says, For everything there is a season, a time for everything, every activity under heaven. There's always time for something to unfold. And usually it's not on our time frame, is it? I mean, the pain usually lasts way too long, and the good, the joy in our mind lasts way too short a lot of times. But I'm going to tell you what, God is in control in every season. So I was sitting there thinking, I said, you know, man, this time is going by. We're coming into the Christmas season, or as I like to say, the Christmas season. Usually if I write Christmas, I write Christ real bold and then put must on there. Sometimes I put must. Christ must. Christ must be the center of what's going on. And I hope that you know that, that we can live that out during this time. But why stop? Why stop in just December? Carry it over every day and into everything. So with that being said, I said, you know, with each section of time that, you know, we go through, there's all different types of things. You know, the different seasons. When we think of season, we think of winter, spring, summer, and fall usually. But when we're talking at church, sometimes season takes a little bit deeper meaning. Uh, good days, bad days, long days. All right. Anybody had any good days? All right. Everybody had some long days. The message is for both of us. Right? It's for all of us. So, you know, I think about that. You know, you got the winter. You got Christmas coming. Sometimes we can get all wrapped around the wheel. How many people got a lot of things to do for Christmas? Oh, my goodness. Isn't that something? Don't miss, don't miss the main thing. Right? People coming over. You didn't finish your Christmas card list. Oh, my goodness. You can just get wrapped around the wheel. And you didn't make it to Black Friday to get the deal, and now the stuff's not on sale. I mean, you could just work yourself over. You really can. But I want to tell you what. The best thing you're going to see about all this is focusing on what it's all about. When we start thinking about the birth of our Savior, Jesus entering into the scene, not that he wasn't there before, but that, that we can actually take a time in life and say, man, today there was a, our Savior is born. That's amazing. This changed everything for us. So with that, you know, when I think about winter, I think about that. Sometimes I even think about things dying off, you know. You look at the seasons, you look at the trees and stuff. I think about springtime, planting, freshness, new growth in life. I know my mother-in-law loves it. You can't make her any happier than let her play in the dirt. It's crazy. I bet she had a, the, the dirtiest little dress when she was growing up. But she loves to cook and she loves to plant and grow and nurture things. Like son-in-law's. <laughs> but you know what? I'm thankful for that. But you know, sometimes there's seasons of pruning. Whoa. We don't mind pruning the garden. We just don't like it when it's on our stuff. But you know what? Sometimes those things got to be pruned back so that we can have new life and things to come along. And you think about the summertime. Hot. Vacation sometimes, you know. Think about that. Me yelling at the guys to fix the pool. Me fixing the pool. That's usually the way it works out. See, you, when, when you got a pool and you can't swim, you try to get anybody else that you can to help you work on that pool. But I was smart. We only got a four-foot one. So I, I could do that. But there's so many things you can do in the summertime, and I love that. I think about the fall. Things start slowing down, changing, and the appearance of different things start going around there. So let me, let me ask you a question. What season do you like? Finally, what season do you like? Spring. All right. Let me see. Tim, how about you? Yeah. Jerry, what are you thinking? <laughs> that was easy. He's like, he's going, in his mind, he's going, fish it. Yeah. 
Anybody else? What do you think, Jeff? Winner. Winner. Hunting time. There you go. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, but think about this. I was, I was writing a few things down. Would you like that season to remain all year? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Some say yes, some say no. Now, let me ask you, does that happen? <laughs> no. Either through the seasons of our life, things change, and that's what I want us to see. But I think when we go through some of those things, you know, you, you, you don't really uh, appreciate some of the things if you don't go through some of the other things, you know? And, and, and you know, really, usually about the time, this is what you hear when you talk to people, about the time that that particular season gets geared up, Time summertime's here, they're like, oh my goodness, I gotta cut the grass, it's 110 degrees. And then as soon as it's changing, it's like, look at all those leaves falling down, I gotta do that. You know, oh my goodness, it's getting so cold, and I gotta get a battery for my truck and all this stuff. You gotta leave a whole five minutes earlier for work because you gotta scrape your window. You know, all those things. So, so we, instead of pulling the good out, we just start going, man, we just start picking, 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 picking. How y'all like the beautiful bows right there? Thank you, Miss Peggy. She, she makes them with her feet. Do y'all know that? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. She does a great job. I appreciate that. But, you know, with all those different seasons and different things going on in our life, man, one thing you can bank on is this. Change is coming. You can bank on change. And we don't have to be scared of that. I know sometimes we say, yeah, have you ever felt like, I just want it the way it was? Amen? When I look in the mirror, sometimes I go, I just want it the way it was. <laughs> But it's different seasons, you know? And this is a season that I'm probably going to say, I wish it was like something different, but I'm going to enjoy all the things that, uh, you know, all the great gifts of food and fellowship and things like that. But I hope today that, you know, when we think about change, that we don't get overwhelmed with change. We can really get overwhelmed with change. And a lot of times I think we overwhelm ourselves to a point that, man, you're already through that season and you didn't glean anything out of that. So I want to pick a few things apart. And first I want to go ahead and, and if you've got your Bibles, open it up to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. If not, I've got it on the wall. And we're going to read a few things and launch into there. So we're going to dig in the Word. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. hope you guys can see that. It starts out, it says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down. And a time to build up. A time to cry. And a time to laugh. A time to grieve. And a time to dance. A time to scatter stones. And a time to gather stones. A time to embrace. And a time to turn away. A time to search. And a time to quit searching. A time to to keep. And a time to throw away. That's a good uh, verse for your garage. (laughs) A time to be quiet. And a time to speak. That's a good verse for me. A time to love. And a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. That pretty much covers it, doesn't it? God's got a way of covering everything we need in his word, amen? You know, a lot of times people say, you think you got all the answers. I said, I don't have the answers, but I know the one who does. You know, I don't have to have all the answers because my heavenly father does. I don't have to have it all together because God does. I don't have to have everything figured out. But I tell you what, one thing I pray that everybody has figured out. And it's revealed to you by the Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. That's the deal. How many people would agree that the world's about half crazy? Can I get three quarters crazy? 99% crazy right there. Notice I said the world. 
And we can get overwhelmed. I think we need to be aware of what's going on. But I also think that we got to realize what's on your what's on your wrist. You showed me this morning. What does it say, Scott? We win. <laughs> he's got he's got a band on there out of Romans eight thirty seven, and it says we win. And he says sometimes when he's got stuff going and things get a little heavy, he said he'll take that thing and just pop and go. We win. I think that's a great reminder, bro. Isn't that something? Sometimes it's the little things in life that just got to spur us back on that that path. You know. And that's why with these different seasons, we need to, to take note of there will be change of seasons. There will be change of things. There will be things that you can't control. And after some of the things that I've tried to control, I'm a whole lot better with, that, with knowing that I don't need to control that. And the truth is I really can't. Amen? And, and, and I tell you what, that will make your life and your heart rate a whole lot better. So many things you think you can control. How many places I talk about this, the what if game? I cannot tell you how many hours that I have not slept playing the what if game. What is the what if game? Well, I'll tell you. Say somebody says something at work. Say something's going on at work. And you get thinking about it. And the weekend comes and you don't think about it too much till about 6 o'clock on Sunday and you start thinking about it. Well, what if they say this? Well, what if they do this? And you've worked out in your brain every scenario that you're going to respond and how you're going to do and the facial expressions you're going to do and, and where you're going to sit and how you're going to flip your nose up and everything else. And you go to work the next day and you go, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> People are not even thinking about it. And you have wasted all night, tossed and turned everything else. And this is what I try to do over the years. Lord, you know, this situation is, is out there. But I know you're in control. And so, Lord, I just ask you to work in that situation. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. But, Lord, give me the words or give me the time to be silent. You know? Tell me if it's time to move forward or move back. Lord, help me. And, and I think about these verses that we read. And I say, Lord, you know, there's nothing going to take you by surprise. As we thought about, you know, the songs and stuff that we pulled together this week, God of wonders. Whole universe. He's in control of all those things. He knew you were going to be here today. He knew your mate. He knew your job. He knew the, the skills that he put in your life. He, he knew what was going to make you laugh. All these things. So don't sweat the small stuff. I've been off a couple of weeks recovering from this knee. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to praise God, man. It's amazing. I, I, I am just so thankful. Tomorrow will be three weeks. Man, I, I think I can river dance here pretty soon. <laughs> My brother all there, take it away. <laughs> I said, I think. I didn't say I think. Yeah. Well, I couldn't do it before, like Ty says. <laughs> but you know, during some times when you you uh, get a few minutes and slow down and kind of unplug from from the busyness, you know, I said, Lord, busy ain't necessarily better. I know that we have deadlines and commitments and things. And I got plenty of them and everybody else in this room does. But I tell you what, when I go through certain times and seasons in my life and realize, you know, what's the main thing? What's the main thing? It was funny. I told Denise yesterday, I tell her all the time. I said, hey, you're beautiful. She said, why do you keep telling me that? So what do you think? It's Christmas time. I want to get something good. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. 
No, I just want to tell her, you know, I tell her all the time, but see, she gets busy. She hears it, but she don't necessarily listen. Now, I'm going to tell you what, if she said, I was beautiful, I'd stop everything. We, we went to eat yesterday, and this lady came up, she grabbed me and said, you know, your hair is just so beautiful. I was like this. <laughs> I had my neck all day, and I said, what about mine? She said, how old do you think I am? That wasn't what I was asking. <laughs> you know, I was just teasing. But I tell you what, being married a long time, I knew how to handle that question. I said, did, what did you have for lunch? I changed that whole subject. How old do you think I am? I'm not guessing. Uh-uh. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't take much to encourage somebody. It really doesn't. But we get so busy in different seasons of our life, we forget about that. How many people know it's nice when somebody gives you a compliment and they don't want anything? They're not trying to prove anything. There's no ulterior motive or anything like that. I pray this season in our life with Christmas coming and everything else, I pray that that just it works into all that joy that we have. Help somebody if you can. Encourage somebody if you can. Walk some, by somebody if you have to, if, if, you know, if, if it's a bad situation. But those different seasons and those different things, man, God can still use all that. So I go back to my notes and I said, you know, this really, the scripture, I said, it covers so many things. I said, but if we just packed it up from here and went home, we, we could be pretty depressed. Oh, we do this, we do that, we take this, we do that, that's the end of the day. Man, there's life in here. There's life in that scripture. Everybody in this room has experienced some of those ups and downs. And you will continue to experience those ups and downs because you know what? That is life. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but what I want to encourage you today is, you know what? I said, it, it, it's all about getting our mind wrapped around us. And I want us to see that God is in every situation. Now, with that being said, people say, well, how in the world is God in this and this is evil and this is that? Well, we lived in a sin-filled world. But God's in control and we win. We win. I didn't say everything that you experience is going to be comfortable. I didn't say everything that we experience is going to be pleasant. I don't want to get to hear myself in the notes, but I just want to, I want to put that out there. But I said, you know what? I pray that we can draw God's grace out of each encounter. If we could just look at that. You know, you think back over the years of things you prayed about and, and maybe the answer wasn't the answer you prayed for. And years later you go, man, oh man, I'm glad the Lord took control of that. How about that? You know, or, or different things like that. But you don't see it. A lot of times we don't see it when we're in the middle of that season. We don't see it when we're in the middle of that stretch or that pressure. But remember, God is in control. And I said, you know what? When we look at these things, I said, sometimes we have to make the appropriate adjustments along the way. And, and God can use that to energize our faith and our commitment to the Lord. This, this last few weeks, I have been overwhelmed with this gratefulness. Gratefulness, man. You know, there's different times you know, when I look at that, that, you know, hey, I had insurance. I was able to do this. I'm doing good. Loving a church family, people stepping up and doing things, all that stuff. Get a little time off from work. Get to spend some more time with my family. I had a wonderful dinner, uh, lunch date the other day. My daughter-in-law called me up and took me out on the town. Man, I tell you, that's good. That's good. I ain't, I ain't busy this week either. But, the, <laughs> you know, just to have some time with, with my, my friends and family, you know. And I understand for other folks, there's a lot on their plate. You know, moving, test. Different things, job, overtime, 
notices that we didn't expect we were going to get. There are all these seasons wrapped up in this thing called life. Let's keep on rolling. I said, so this is one thing I, I, I wanted to pull out. We have an opportunity to energize our faith and commit ourselves to the Lord. And I want to offer us hope, like Angela was speaking of, that confident expectation. I'm trusting something good is going to come out of that. I'm trusting something good is going to come out of this service today. While you're here, when you leave here, how God pulls it together this week, I don't know, don't care, but I'll tell you what, I am trusting God is going to do something miraculous with the words that he gave me for this week. He gets the glory. So, you know, when we look at this, we need to understand in each season that we go through, there's something to glean. There's something to glean. I know as I've matured a little bit in the Lord, and there's probably much more for me to mature. I understand that. But I used to say this all the time. Why? Why me? And sometimes when I was saying that, I could hear a voice say, why not you? Really? Why not me? And so what has happened is God started cultivating in my heart. I go, what? What are you showing me? What are, you, what are you growing in me? What are you pruning in me? What do you want me to do in this particular thing so that I reflect your son better? I want to reflect him better. There's some days not reflecting real good. How about you? But isn't it good to know that we get a fresh start? Isn't it good to know that that season's not going to last forever? Well, let's go ahead and jump in here for a little bit here. And I wrote something here. I said, and I, I, I want to make sure I didn't get ahead of myself here. I'm sorry. I said, so back to our original question, what is your season? I want you to think about it. What is the season that you're dealing with right now? Some people are dealing with different tests. Some people might be dealing with, with kids or finances or, 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 or a number of things. I want you to picture where you are right here today. And we're going to apply the rest of what God gave me and encourage you with that. Everybody doing good? <laughs> Say amen. Yeah. Well, as Tanya said, on Tuesday nights, we've been doing a lot of studying about being in the desert. And some of you find out in the desert, you do a lot of wandering. Amen. And I tell you, that that's, looks like a lonely place. And I've also learned as we've been deeper in studies and, and, and doing some of the films that we've been studying, that, that the desert that I pictured is not necessarily the desert that maybe Jesus walked in and some others walk in. I thought it was like Buckrow Beach without the pier in the water. There's a lot of rocks. There's a lot of mountains. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of stuff out there, you know. Those stones that are on your path. And, and, and we, we notice going through some of the studies that some of the paths that work, and it's like big stones and you're, you're trying to walk. And some of the people that were doing the tour of the study that we're doing, I mean, they're, they're wobbling back and forth. And look at that. And each one of those stones can represent a problem, a question, a situation, a season. And you know, sometimes it's kind of rough. But in that wandering, a lot of times I think the worst part is this, the feeling of being lost. Now, I know for me, Christmas time is usually a pretty great time for us. Christmas time to me means it's Jesus' birthday and family. That's what I'm thinking right there. For a lot of people, that's not what it means. It means they start looking back over the year and see where they missed the mark. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. Just don't beat yourself down with it. They start seeing the lack. They start seeing uh, the, just 
the enemy just brings that depression in and things like that. But you know, it's, it's so much more than that. People love to belong. Amen? We do that. We're wired for that. We love to be a part of something. Well, let me tell you something. God has a big family, has a big arm, and got big hearts. You can be a part of that any day. Just call on the name of Jesus. And if you've already called on the name of Jesus, remember that you are in that family. So I want you to hear that. But I said, you know, when you think about this, what is it that God has for you? You know, sometimes it's just it's just really tough during this season, like I said. I pray that the Lord will give us ears, eyes, and hearts to reach those that might feel like they're wandering during this time. Maybe they feel lost. Also, with that, what happens? A lack of purpose. Man, that just, that just pulls you right on down. When we're out of touch with the Lord, our purpose and priorities get out of sync. It doesn't take long, does it? You know, I used to say this all the time. I said, man, if you miss church one week, it's easy to miss two weeks. And if you miss two weeks, well, you're on your way. You know? I understand things come up and all that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when we have something that's a priority in our life. And then it starts to shift and shift and shift and shift. And next thing you know, you go, how did I get here? I always say this. I said, sin doesn't have to come in a 55-gallon drum. It can come in a drop at a time. And next thing you know, you're up to your neck. But the good news is this. We have a lifeguard. We have someone that can pull us from that miry muck. And his name is Jesus. So if you're here today and you say, man, I feel like I'm, I'm just lost on some things. Do you know most of the people that I've, that I've met and feel like that? This is just my, my in my circles here. Is not the guy that doesn't have or the lady that doesn't have a lot of material things. It's the person with the material things. I'm telling you. I have met a lot of people. And that's one thing. When, when, you, when you know Jesus and people know you know Jesus, there's two things that happen. Sometimes they love you and sometimes they hate you. Isn't that amazing? I've had people cuss me out and everything else. And by the end of the day, they say, hey, man, can you pray for me? Isn't that amazing? I've had people at work and, you know, oh, man, he's going to pray again. Come on, man, we want to go ahead and eat the mashed potatoes before they get cold. And at the end of the day, when they're talking layoffs, hey, man, you got a minute? Great opportunity right there to see what your resolve is. Because your flesh wants to say, how was those cold mashed potatoes? You didn't want to hear about it before, right? But as Christians, I pray that we don't do that. We go, yeah, man, absolutely. What else is going on? It's a great opportunity sometimes with, with folks that I've worked with over the years when things are going on and, and maybe one of their family is sick and everything else. And, and, and they come and seek you out and they said, hey, hey, will you pray for my dad? I go, yes. But I want you to know you can do it too. So hopefully they see things in our life. And look, we all know there's days that you know, we go, wow, that wasn't the best move. But I'm going to tell you what. We do the best we can to represent God as we go through. Amen. That's it. That is not a cop out. That's not anything else. I hear this all the time. Oh, man, a bunch of hypocrites, you know. Well, come on, we got rooms for more. <laughs> no problem. We got a few more seats. 
You know, because if you think you're doing everything just perfect, you got everything right and you're the one holding it together, you miss the whole point of the cross. It's about him. It's about what he's done. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about something. They were going, man, this is great. And look what you're doing. And look at us. I'm thinking, who are they talking about? This is what God's doing. I'm quick to say, oh, this is how God's been moving. This is how God's been moving. You know, you ever look back over your life and you start giving account or, or, or taking account of what God's done? Open up jobs, open up doors, different things like that. You know you didn't do it. You know you couldn't do it. Man, be quick to give God the praise. But you know what? We do a little wander. We get a little lost. But look at this. Look what the word says in Isaiah 53, 6. It says, all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Look at this. This is, this is the great part. But the Lord has called the iniquity of us all to follow him. You all blew it. I've blown it. We missed the mark. We go do what we want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to take my ball and go home. But look at that. And it says, but the Lord has caused the iniquity of all of us to fall on him. That means our sin was put on Christ to be dealt with. All of it. All of it. You're just as saved today as you were 30 years ago when you asked the Lord to come into your life. Why is that? Because it is the finished work of the cross. This is helping somebody. Amen. It always helps me when I hear this. I want you to know that you're secure in Christ when you call on the name of Jesus. It's finished. Do not live a life of, of feeling lost because you missed the mark. I'm not condoning sin. I want to tell you what, it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. It's, it's, it's the goodness when we start saying, you talk about, I'm saying, a grateful heart. I want to please God more because I'm so thankful. Not because I'm terrified that I missed the mark. I was like, my gosh, God, he would love me through that. I mean, he would, he would give me an opportunity for this. He would take care of my family in this. He would, he would open up the doors here. He would move in the church family in this way. My gosh, Lord, you're amazing. Lord, I want to follow. I want, I, want to, I want to be who you want me to be. Isn't that something? And Lord, you know, I, I can't sit there and go, yeah, but I didn't do this and I didn't do this. It's not about your doing. It's about your being. Amen? It's about your being. Be who God called you to be. A child of God walking in the footprints of Jesus to make a difference everywhere you go. Amen? Think about that. Well, look at this. I've got some good news for you. Every season has a reason. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. It, it, it is. Some of those seasons, we don't like the reason. Some of those seasons are because we made some bad choices. Some of those seasons have nothing to do with what we did. Amen. And I, I wrote a few things down here and, and I thought, man, I said, here's the thing. We might not understand the reason during the season, but many times when the season does change, it revealed to us what we were supposed to learn. But sometimes you don't see it in the middle. You don't see it when you're in the hospital and, and, and you got the bad report. You don't see it when you get the, the notice at work. You don't see it when, you, when your child's not coming home on time. You don't see it when your wife doesn't pay you attention. You don't see it when dad's working too much. Or all these things, you don't see it at the time. I want to tell you what. As time goes by, you look back. See, maybe that's another reason I love spending time with seniors so much. Because they have the ability to look back 
and speak great wisdom into your life if you listen. You know, I, I, I catered to that. I, I had a great time. My, my next door neighbor is 86 years old and he had back surgery. And I saw him run there. I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, he came and checked on me. He come on. Choo, 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 choo. I said, let's go out to eat. Okay. We're out on the town. I got my cane. He's got his cane. I went to the restaurant and said, would y'all get a wreck? I said, no, no we're, we're healing up. And I spent time with my friend. And, and he talked about different things that he had done and different things in his family and all that. And I took him on the Bull Island tour. We went down past Thomas Alexis' house, Tanya Tim's, down by Bill and Peggy's, down by Miles's, all the way down past Scott's, all the way down there, man, all around. And you know, he's lived here longer than I have. He says, I don't think I've ever been back here. I said, yeah, man, this is a beautiful place, isn't it? Sure is. Before that hour and that hour and a half, I just got to encourage him. See, he just lost his wife not long ago. And that's a lot on your plate anyway. When you're 86 years old and something goes out in your back and you can't walk and you can't drive and your family's a million miles away, guess what? It's good to have some friends. I am so thankful for my neighbors. Man, we got like a little, little phone call thing. Boom, this is what's going on with Cliff. What's going on? Well, who's going to fix this this night? Who's going to do this? Who's going to take him to the hospital? I mean, everybody pulls together. You're not alone, you know? You're not alone. But I tell you what, you know what? I'm going to, tell you, I'm going to help you all with this. My friend, my neighbor, and his wife, God rest her soul. They invested in people. Listen to what I'm saying. They've invested in people. When I first bought my house, he was the first guy that I met. Stopped everything. Cutting grass. He said, hey, look, I want, I want you to meet my wife. Met her, anything else. Man, the boys growing up, whatever they wanted, anything like that. They invested in us, everything. You know? So now it's our turn. You know what? Who has invested in you? Who has God placed in your neighborhood, in your family, at work or whatever that's invested in you? And even if they have it, maybe you're the one that takes the first step and invests in them. And that's okay too. Because you know what? There's no sense of wandering around when we as Christians have the map. We have the word of God. And you know what? I pray that as the spirit of the Lord moves us through the holidays and into the new year. That you know what? We are that beacon of hope for others that may be wandering. Amen? Everybody doing good? All right. We're going to pick up the pace a little bit. No season lasts forever. Somebody say amen. amen. Woo. I said change of seasons is not a sign that you are good or bad. Isn't that something? I had, uh, I had worked with a lady one time. And uh, somebody was going through a rough time. And she said, well, they must not be doing something right. All that stuff going on in their life. I thought, wow. I'm glad that's not the way it works. Because especially that time in my life, I would have been done, man. How many are glad that they don't get what they deserve? Hands up, feet up, knees down. Isn't that something? Whoo! I thought, man, isn't that amazing? I said, no one just has sunshine and no, no rain. I said, it's true, we can create a lot of what's going on in our life by choices and things like that. I said, but that's not the full picture. 
There's a lot of storms that come in some great folks' lives that are doing the best they can. Amen? So, that's for, for two sides of the coin. One, don't assume that about somebody. And two, if that's going on in your life, don't assume it in your life. You know? Why is this happening to me? What's going I, I, you know, I, 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 man, I tell you what. We can get wrapped around that. I hope that we can say what. And Lord, what is it that you want me to do during this time? Lord, what are you showing me during this time? And I pray that we as a church family, we see that in another's life when we come alongside and say, hey, you know what? I don't need to know what's going on in your life, but I know things are going on uh, that, that seem to be tough and concerning you. Just want to let you know I'm praying for you. Something that simple. You know, you don't need to know all the nuts and bolts or whatever like that. You don't have to take their problem on. But I tell you what, we can come along and walk with them, can't we? We can come along and help them through that season and remind them that, look, you know what? The good news is it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. Let's take a look at this. This is a powerful statement. I want you all to get this. Never let the season you are in define who you are. Mm-mm-mm. I preach on that all day long. There are a lot of things that shape us. I said, while there's different seasons that can help shape us, they don't have to define us. You ever, you ever met some? This time of year, you go to Christmas parties, you see people stuff. And the first thing they do, they usually say, well, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do for a living? How do you answer that? Do you, okay, I'm a truck driver. I'm a plumber. I'm a bricklayer. I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a dad or what? Whatever it is. You know? I wonder what they say. Man, I'm a child of God. They probably go, what? Or they might say, me too. You know? I love this when somebody asks me this question. What do you do for a living? I said, I tell people about Jesus. And I'm talking and something I have about my, my day job. And they go, well, I thought that's what you, I said, yeah. But you asked me what I do for a living. That's my life. That's what, God, that's what God's called me to do. Tell people about Jesus. That's what God called us to do. So not the living that they're thinking of cash and carry. I'm talking about for life. That's what I do for life. I tell people about the author of our salvation. I tell people about the good news of Jesus Christ. I tell them about the hope that we have in Jesus. I tell them about, guess whose birthday is coming? Amen. You know? What's happening? You know, things like that. So, you know what? When we look at that, we can let a lot of things define us. But it doesn't have to. If you want something to define you, let it be the word of God. Amen? Because that is the truest picture of who you are. That's the truth. When you look at that, man, look what he says about you. Isn't that amazing? How many times, wouldn't that be amazing if you just woke up and, and, and read a few things about what your Heavenly Father says? You know? About, about that you're a masterpiece, that you're created in Christ Jesus to do good things that God has prepared for, for you to do. Do you think about that? Do you think about, oh, I can't believe I got to get up and I got to do this and I got to do this. But you, but you know what? God's provided for you. I'm not saying that every day of your life that you're going to have a big smile like you won, you know, a, a cake eating contest or something. But I'll tell you this. If you take a few minutes and realize, Lord, I know that I'm secure in you. Lord, I know that anything's coming in my life as a believer of Christ goes through your fingers, through love. You know, he's in control. And Lord, even if I don't understand it, help me to walk through that and glean the goodness out of this situation. 
He said, I don't know how any goodness can come out of that. Sometimes this side of heaven, it's hard to find. But I'm going to tell you what, I promise you that the Lord, as we seek him, he says, when you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. He has a way of illuminating the best in every situation. Amen? All right. I said, most seasons are followed by opposite season. You know, if you have a good season, sometimes there's some things that maybe are not so pleasant. But that's okay. Because it's not going to continue on like that. I said, man, you know that there's bumps and bruises and ups and downs. I said, but never give up hope. Don't threat when things are good because they might change. Enjoy them. I said, don't get overwhelmed when times are tough. Change is coming. And I said, look at this. God is at work in every season. Aren't you glad that God's at work in every season? Mm -mm. So what happens? We need to build consistency in every season. What do you mean like that? I said, look at what you could take away from the situation instead of what the situation is trying to take from you. Think about that. You ever think about that? Man, I got to move all this stuff in my backyard. I got to lift this up. I got to do this and all that. Man, look at this. And then you know what? Your legs are getting stronger. Your back's getting stronger. And your wife's probably a whole lot happier. Amen? There's always something that we can pick out of that. If there was one thing that I could say about my mom, if she does that. She does it so much, it almost makes you mad. When I was a kid and somebody would pick on me or something, I was like, I thought mom's going to jump in with me. Can you believe they did that? They pushed me down and, and, and scratched my bicycle and this, that, and everything else and all that. And, and I'm like, come on, mama. Tell me. I got them, right? And she's like, well, maybe they're just having a bad day, son. No. You know, you want to. Come on, mom. You hold them. I'll punch them. You know, <laughs> you're thinking. But she, she had a way of always doing that. And she still does. I said, mama, I think. Somebody could kick you in your shin. You'll say, oh, thank the Lord they didn't kick me in the other one. Man, wouldn't that be amazing to keep that mindset? This is not just in the last few years. She's always had that mindset. And I thought, man, you know what, Mom? If I could take something from, you, from your book of, of, of grace, I'd love to be able to do that. But you know what? The truth of the matter is, that's what God has done in her life. He's given her the, the lens to look at people through his word. And through his heart. But see, we don't always do that, do we? But I tell you what. It helps her blood pressure stay down low. Her blood pressure is lower than mine. Mm. I'm going to move to the next slide on that. <laughs> Learn from every season that you are in. Man, I'm going to pull this thing together here. I said, you know what? Don't waste the pain. What do you mean by that? If I go through something, I want to get something out of it. Amen? If I'm paying, then I want to see some results. Right? If, if, if I'm working, I want to see something going on. I don't want to go to the gym just to get tired. I want to see some results. If I'm not eating, I want the waistline to go down. I want some results when I'm, when I'm moving forward. Right? And a lot of times I think we just say, yeah, whatever. But if we don't look for that, we're not going to find it. Be diligent about seeking the Lord in whatever situation that you're in. And ask the Lord, Lord, show me something good in this. Lord, help me to gain strength in what's going on here. Let's keep on going here. And the next thing I want to talk about is prepare for the next season. Just like we said, the seasons are changing all the time. Prepare for the next season. That does not mean don't enjoy the season you're in. Okay? How many say, boy, I can't wait till that baby stops crying. Then you can wait. I can't wait till they stop talking. I can't wait till they get to school. Right? I can't wait. I can't wait till I get my license. 
I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then the next thing you know, you start getting a little age on you and go, ooh, where'd all the time go? And that's something. I'm starting to really see that. You know? It's amazing. You know, I've, I've said this many times when Jesse was little. I called him Tick Boy. He was always on me, man. I loved it. You know? And, and, and now I, I'm like, like, hey, man, you got time for me? Uh, Dad, I'm playing Xbox. Dad, I'm going with the fellas. Dad, I'm like, I'm over here. Like, hey, hey, hey okay, I'm going to play. Because I know that wind is getting tight. It's just part of life. When Thomas and Alexa calls, I'm like, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm too busy. I try to stop everything because I know that their life is moving on and they're growing together. And my time in the picture is getting smaller. But it's part of life. But I'm going to make the most of that time. Amen. You know? So guess what? Dad's going to put a few more things on the back burner. Because now, at my age now, I know that's important. I didn't always know that was important. I thought, well, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this. I don't want to miss those things in my family's life. I don't want to miss those things in the church family's life. I don't want to miss those things that God's doing in our life. You know? That's why you ride up to Richmond and see the show. You know, in a minute. Because it's worth it. That's why you say, hey, I'm going to be at the band concert. Yeah, I'm going to watch the baseball game. I'm going to go to the concert. Whatever it is. Because let me tell you, man. Those times right there are helping to define that child, that relationship. I've talked to many people. I've seen many people that were great in sports. And they stopped. Because they didn't feel like they had the support. Let's be that family that supports. It doesn't just have to be with our kids. How about with our seniors? How about with our brothers and sisters? To realize that God is at work in every season. And sometimes he looks a whole lot like you. You're his messenger. You're the one that's bringing hope. You're the one that's going to the hospital. You're the one that's, that's bringing over the biscuits on a bad day. You're the one that's just saying, hey, I just called because. And that's something. Maybe shoot them that text or whatever like that. There's so many things that we can be difference makers. I say that a lot because I believe that's our call. To be difference makers. For the kingdom of God. Everybody is capable. But is everybody willing? I pray that we are. Let's bring it home with this. I want you to know this, that the best is yet to come. Yesterday I had an opportunity to go and I had to get some equipment. I went to a buddy of mine's house I hadn't seen in a while. He just moved over to Gloucester and went over there and he showed me his place and we just sat on his deck. We just sat, sat out there on the dock for a few minutes. And we talked about a few things. And then we just talked about life. And I thought, wow. We get so busy. The things that we talked about a year ago weren't even on the, on the plate. It was more about family. It was more about what God had been doing. It wasn't about getting and going and reaching and stretching. It was just pulled down. And, 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 and when I left, man, he sent me a note. He said, man, that was a good visit. I want to encourage each of us to take some time today. Make that phone call you've been putting off. Write that card you said you were going to do last year. You know? Invite that person to lunch. Whatever it is. Take some time for yourself. And invest in what God has invested in you. His love, His grace, and His mercy. I don't care what season you're in in your life. There's always a place 
for God to be revealed to you and through you. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much, Lord, for each season of our life. And I know that's a, that's a tall order when we see that. But I know that you are the Lord of all creation, Lord. And I know that, you know, through all these things, you're working together. And sometimes we make it so hard, so hard, so hard. And I pray that you help us just keep it simple by just following your footsteps. And I pray if there's one here today, you say, you know, man, I'm in a tough spot. I'm in a season that just I am overwhelmed. I'm going to pray for you today. If you're in a place and you say, you know, I, I'm that wandering person. I, I'm, I'm the one that, that, that's, that's walked away from all this. Know that Christ knows no distance to reach you. He's never left. And he's here today. So I pray for the one that's never received the greatest gift of all. Salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ today. That you open your heart and hear this message. You saw, I've heard it many times. Okay, today I pray that not only you hear it, but you receive it. The Lord says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the good news is this, that Jesus came and paid our price to set us back in a right relationship with our Heavenly Father. Just like that verse I read earlier, that all our iniquities were placed on Him. It is finished. So if you're here today, you're not sure where you spend eternity. Today you can be sure. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What's stopping you from asking the Lord to forgive you of your sin? What's stopping you from having that peace that passes all understanding? What season are you in? I don't care what season you're in. There will never be a season that you go through that you don't need Jesus. And there's never going to be a season in your life that Christ won't be there for you. Make it today. Call on the name.